You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, August 12th, 2020, week 342. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Seska. And this is Destiny Pizza. And it's time for some We Viewed Reviewed. Yes, I saw a couple of movies. I have to tell one that's on the list, so I'll talk about that first. I forgot about it. Um, I saw The Outpost. Oh. Which is uh, this war movie that takes place in Afghanistan in like the mid-2000s sometimes. And it's about this group of guys who they're, they're at this outpost in like, in like the hills, but they're like at the bottom of this like... Uh, this mountain range or whatever. So, like, they're always getting attacked. Like, all the time. It, like, seems like the worst place to put. I don't know why you would have a base there. But they're getting attacked, like, all the time. So, the whole movie is, like, them, like, uh, pretty much, like, getting, like, it, it jumps around time. No, no, it doesn't jump back and forth, but it jumps forward in time a bunch of times. Like, a so many times they're just like having casual conversations and they just get attacked. And then the whole movie climaxes with like a giant attack at the end. And then they just abandon the base anyway. Cause they were gonna, they're gonna abandon the base anyway, but they get attacked right everywhere. But pretty crazy movie. Pretty intense. It sounds like uh, that Mark Wahlberg movie, Lone Survivor. Yeah, it's kind of like that, except it's like the whole unit of everybody and a lot more people survive. Yes, because Lone Survivor famously has one. Because Lone Survivor, yeah. Because <laughs> one Survivor. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of dig these war movies, though. They're kind of intense. Even the, even like the recent war movies? Like what? Like, um, like when it's like a recent war versus like an old war? Like Lone Survivor? I mean, I, I like them both. I like them all. Yeah. I mean, I just find it fascinating. It's like... You ever think about so much... what a coward you are? I always feel yeah, like that like, when all, I watch all them. All the I'm time, like, every time. This is I'm crazy. Like, these people, I'm like, these people are nuts. Like, who's yeah. signing up for these wars? Like, what is going on? Why are we? Why do we have war? This is insane. It's just insane. It's, a, like, it's what's a happening. insane way to think about war. Yeah. Where you're like, it's literally people shooting at each other, and they're like, oh. I know. It's just like, yeah. Because every time I'm watching, I'm like, then these people are crazy. Like, why is this a thing? Why do humans do this? And it's just like every situation is like, and then there's so many wars that are like useless wars. Yeah. That's like, this is unnecessary. Like, you're not going to solve anything doing this. And then there's like other war movies you watch, like World War II. It's like, oh, we had to do this because like Nazis were going to take over. Okay. Well, I watched a World War II movie that reminded me. Mm -hmm. I watched this movie called Anzio. Mm-hmm. And it has Peter Falk in it, who plays the grandpa mm-hmm. and the princess bride. Yeah. So, and he's young in this movie. Um, <laughs> I want to see old. Yeah, he's pretty young. He looks very similar, though, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Um, mm-hmm. And it's about these American soldiers who are in Italy, and they're going to take Rome from the south or something, which hasn't been done since, like, Julius Caesar. And they get to Rome and Nazis aren't there. And then it turns out it's like a 
ambush. It's like this huge, crazy war. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a pretty depressing movie. Yeah. Yeah, most war movies are. You're like... Well, it's not like, like Saving Private Ryan. You're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, that's Tom true. Hanks there are... Shoots that you're tank right. and explodes. That's true. There are ones that make them cooler. But I feel like a, a lot of recent war movies are like... <laughs> like PTSD. So and... much. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like they go well even even Five Ryan by the end, like the guy's like Matt Damon's character is like an old man and he's like he's like still <laughs> having issues after yeah. that. But yeah, mostly it's positive, I guess. Oh wait, what do you give the outpost? Oh. Um I probably give like five out of eight. Okay, I give Anzio a seven out of eight. It was a good movie. It's one of those KCET movies, which I guess yeah. makes me an old person. But they're playing movies without commercials, and I'm like, oh, who yeah. can resist? <laughs> who can resist? Uh, and then I watched Seth Rogen movie, An American Pickle. The movie where Seth Rogen plays two parts. The he famous plays... downfall of comedians, in my opinion. <laughs> really? I don't know. I'm a sucker for watching an actor play two parts. Oh no! Uh, Eddie Murphy did it, and then I feel like his career went down. Oh, that's true. That's um, true. Adam Sandler did it, and his career kind of went down. That is true. After he did that, and then um, yeah, I guess com- comedies it's harder. Comedies it's not as good as like. I feel it works better as a drama piece. Yeah. Or like even like I feel like the. I I don't think Seth Rogen has that big a range as an actor, also. So That's I don't. True. Like, well, I don't know. And these two, a little like he, he's not as he's not as limited as you would think, but he, I don't think he's as wide. Either. Yeah, because I the feel only like these dramatic characters movie, aren't that different, really. The only dramatic That's movie the, I think of is Fifty. Was it Fifty Fifty? Yeah, that was called. Yeah, and yeah, even that he's he's only comedic in the whole movie. Yeah, he's a comedic in that movie anyway. So. Um, but yeah, I thought the characters were very similar-ish. Like, okay, so it's it's about this uh, guy who he's from a Eastern European country. I don't know if it's a made-up. I think it's a made-up country. Um, in the 1900s, and he moves to America with his wife, gets a job at this pickle factory, and then he falls into like a pickle. Uh, Brian. Like. A, Pickle, yeah, pickle brine, and then he's trapped there for like a hundred years, and then he comes out. Like, and the, the movie makes fun of itself because it's like they're not even treating it seriously. They're just like, yeah. And then a scientist explained exactly why it made sense that he's alive. They, they just kind of like, like, no, this is the movie we're doing, and we're just gonna brush off that. Yeah. See, I I wish they <laughs> made this movie, but he looked horribly disfigured. Yeah. Like, like ah! he looked pickled. <laughs> Yeah, he was part pickled because he was in there so long. Yeah, yeah. that would make more sense. Yeah, so basically he's there, and then he, he comes out 100 years later in 2019, and he reunites with, like, his great-grandson, who's also also Seth Rogen. So it's about him coming into the modern age and, like, having conflict with his great-grandson because he wanted uh, his family to be a success in America and... And uh, the other Seth Rogen's not not living up to that, and they kind of have a breaking off, and then he he run he he starts making these 
pickles out of just like recycled water and like trash, like trash cucumbers and stuff. And but it's like a big hit because it's like artisanal. Old Seth Rogen or young Seth Rogen? Old Seth Rogen. Okay. Young Seth Rogen. And then young Seth Rogen's mad that he's having so much success. So then it's like a convolute. It's like a, has a bunch of um, like 20, 20 times interacting with this guy as far as like a lot of like, oh, in this age, like, um, like Twitter, everything starts getting him in trouble because he's like, is a uh, young Seth Rogen like calls the health department on him and he's like he said he has that selling all these pickles but he he hasn't done any paperwork or anything so he's he's basically trying to make him bail every time and he keeps doing that and he keeps exploiting it from that he's from the past that he's gonna screw things up so he's like oh you should go on Twitter and then he starts saying all these racist things on Twitter because he's like he knew he was gonna screw up and stuff so yeah it's basically their journey of him trying to do that and then there's a they come back together eventually. And there's a, there's a sweet message in there at the end. If you can find but it. But overall, and <laughs> you, it's pretty on the nose obvious, but it's like, yeah, I was, I was, I mean, it was, a, it was, the movie's only like an hour and a half, but it felt really long to me. And I wasn't, I <laughs> wasn't is, really that entertained by it personally. Yeah. That's usually not a good but, thing. Yeah. So like, it doesn't, it's not good when it feels that long, but a lot of stuff, yeah, they do a lot of stuff does happen in the movie, but I just thought, eh, I wasn't really feeling it. But it was it was okay. It was an all right movie, but uh, not not. What would you rate it? Uh, I give it like a four, four out of eight. Nice. Or not nice. I don't know. Um, is that about TV? Yes. Uh, I started watching the Harley Quinn show again, the animated show. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I I watched about, I think I've watched, I think I watched it first, I watched like one episode, but now I've watched like five more or something. Because at first, I didn't know what the show was, and I didn't really like it that much. But then I started watching more episodes, I'm like, okay, once you accept what the show is, I started liking it more. So now that I know what the show is, I feel a lot better about it. I'm kind of one of those people who like I got those DC characters like so wrapped into like I know these characters but this show kind of does it different where it's like don't worry about that if you treat it as more of like it's just a comedy show with these DC characters and they're just making fun of a lot of stuff more than like they're treating the characters seriously so it's like it's more of like it's a pretty good comedy show and it just happens to be themed around DC characters um on that level and then they yeah they have they do a lot of things with like characters that you're like okay that's not like that character but it's a funny character for this show like they have the like they they have like like king shark's a big part of the show well king shark but he's played by um played by uh ron ron funches he's played by ron funches oh, wow. and he's just He's, he's hilarious. It's like not even what you expect. You're like, watch the show, and then Ron Funches is King Shark, and then you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. So they're just doing like silly things, and like Bane is one of these characters. They're just like making fun of some of these characters, which is pretty fun. So, yeah, I'm starting to dig uh, Harley Quinn more, watching some of that. Uh, Stargirl just ended their first season. 
Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, they've been renewed, but they're going to CW. Um, I ho- I'm hoping they stay till the, like, stick to, like, 13 episodes or whatever, because I think that's perfect. Because you get into the, because they're going to be on CW, so I'm I'm thinking they might extend them to that bunch of episodes. I always think that hurts yeah. the story. Because um, they did a pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty good show over there. And I think that DC Universe quality is pretty good. Like, I don't know how, if they give them a bigger budget or what, but it's definitely a lot better than what they kind of do on the CW. And it felt like, it felt very different in that, like, from CW shows in that, like, all the set, like, sometimes in the CW shows, they kind of get into a pattern. You, like, see the same sets over and over, and you do all the same thing. It's repeat, repeat, repeat. This, they kind of, they looked a lot different each episode. So I thought that was really well done. And I, yeah, just enjoyed the show. It's it's weird because when DC does, I feel like it's kind of like what they did with Shazam where they, it's like a nice, uplifting, fun show, but then there's like a dark part of it. There's like a lot of violence in the show and it's dark, but then like most of it, most of the mood of the show is like upbeat. So it's very, it's a weird mix. Whereas like in Shazam, they do, it's like all upbeat, but then they're like, yeah, but then the villain goes to this boardroom and has all these demons like murder people. You're like that's a really weird. It's a weird position. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why would you put these in the same thing? But that's kind of what this show does to all. Like, okay, all these people getting killed, but then it's happening up the high school stuff. So it's a very strange mixing. I feel like DC is doing that a lot <laughs> for some reason. Um, but yeah, I thought really well done, and they teased a lot of things for season two. So I recommend that show. And then Doom Patrol also ended, but I think they ended, like, I think they stopped filming. I think they were supposed to be filming when COVID hit, so they didn't actually finish. So, like, the season ends on a weird note, so you're like, is that the end? But it's because they didn't finish film or whatever. So, but yeah, season two, I think, uh, I think I like season two even more than season one. They kind of found their groove. They know what they are. They're just this wacky show that's exploring these characters and it's a uh, yeah it's very different from from anything else really nice uh, i watched muppets now which is the new muppet show on disney plus mm-hmm. and i want to say this might be the best muppet show i've seen oh really and it's weird because they filmed it where it's better a- than muppet babies Okay, maybe not better than Muppet Babies, but um, I love Muppet Babies. But um, yeah, oh, the old okay. one. I haven't watched yeah, the new. Yeah, I, I didn't even know there's a new one. Yeah, I think um, we talked about it actually. With the new, there's a new Muppet in there, voiced yeah. by Kristen Schaal or Kirsten Schaal. Uh, anyways, Muppets now it's like a web series or something. So it's mm-hmm. like the Muppets making a web series, hmm. and there's like these segments with special guests. So there's like a a, a hen that teaches cooking and they get like real chefs to join join in so like Roy Choi is going to be on the next episode and then like Miss Piggy gives fashion advice and Linda Cardellini is in there and so, so it's like it's fun it's interesting yeah yeah it seems better than the other Muppet show they did on ABC or whatever which was which like failed like right a away. workplace whatever i watched the first episode of that it was very weird i did not watch any of that it was like a workplace show 
like they i don't know i can't even really remember it but it was it was very strange but yeah so that's fun um on netflix today scary movie five and unwell thank you for listening come back tomorrow for america sweetheart trailer talk that's it thank you for listening goodbye goodbye thank you for listening to destiny pizzas until next week grab a slice and enjoy goodbye